Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Frantically typing and trying to type words that I can't spell. English, that's our language. Yeah, Jason, it's 3.30 a.m. I've been drinking bourbon and yeah. Yeah, but, did, yeah, but didn't you take a nap? No, no, no. I, oh, I, 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 I No, 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 no. So I, I did a double, because I can't go to the gym on Wednesday, I did a double session. I did weights, um, upper, uh, lower body weights today at 6.15 and then at 7.15, uh, an hour of cardio. Oh, I, I did an hour of cardio when I got home between that and game time. Yeah. So um, there was no if, way I was uh, going to go to sleep. If we can get this show over fast enough, I'm going to go do about nine and a half minutes of cardio. Let's <laughs> <Yeah>. celebrate <laughs> this victory. Nine and a half minutes. Is and we get over the show. Is that three times? Half? What's up, Houdat Nation, and welcome to the Dome Patrol Podcast Two-Point Conversion Instant Reaction Show. The Dome Patrol Podcast is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network. So the Saints beat the Panthers 20-17, but should we be worried about the offense? The first half in particular was a real struggle. Eventually, we pulled it out with a great running game in the second half. Did anyone have Tony Jones Jr. having a coming out party today? I certainly didn't. Uh, the defence was lights out once again, and I think we've got a serious case for having one of the top three defences in the NFL, and we are 2-0 for the first time since 2013. Joining me to discuss the game tonight are Jason and Wesley. How are you, boys? 2-0, baby. I'm good. A three-point game. I called it. I said it would be a three-point game, and that's what it was. It shouldn't have been. should have been should better. It but... should not have been. Right. No. Definitely but, shouldn't hey, have been. Hey, like you said, at the end of the 2 I can't believe it's been since 2013 since we've been 2-0. That's crazy. 10 years man that's, that's crazy yeah but you know we kind of needed it with the with the way the nfc south has gone so far you don't really want to slip I know, I know it's early i know it is i know the old the old week two must win <laughs> awesome every game's a must so so excited about every this uh, game. the first quarter of this season where we can overreact to <laughs> every game is there uh uh fact or fiction is the nfc south the best division in football right now clearly Clearly. I'm sorry, opinion or fact, right? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> one, of them, one of them. One of them. Right. Let's let's get into it. Um 
I'm going to start with the offense again this week. Uh, man, that first half was a real struggle to watch. Um, the O-line in the first half particularly was a struggle. Um, they weren't good in pass protection. We couldn't really run the ball particularly well in the first half. But the second half, there was a massive improvement, particularly in the running game. I feel so, like it was a, it, it was a struggle in the red zone, but we were... We moved the ball. I mean, yeah. the offense moved the ball, and then when they got in the red zone, they're like, blah, blah, blah. like so, what's n- knowing knowing the issues on offensive line. We just kept running these boring, basic plays, and it's like fuck it. Instead of like throw it with Taysom on first down, put in Jimmy Graham on first down. Like do something to overcome the pass protection issues. Now, like in the second half, the line was a lot better running the ball, but pass protection was. Man, it, it was really bad, and it wasn't just Pennant Man. Like there was one play, Ruiz, just like he's just like, yeah, come blow right, but come just knock me over. I'm not doing anything. I'm just here. Just just got paid forty million dollars. Just knock me over. So, so it, it was it was you know I mean we gained a lot of yards. We moved the ball a lot. It's just the red zones, the red zone issues. That's kind of been the thing. Like we should have did more than scored than kick two field goals in the first half. I'm I've got a couple of counterpoints. First of all, about pass protection. Um, it looked like if I was watching it, it looked like in the first half that it was it was bad. Um, I think Derek Carr was holding the ball too long. Um, normally we don't see this from him, but all along he took some sacks. Uh, Nick Underhill tweeted out at halftime that Derek Carr had 2.61 seconds um, to throw the ball. 2.7 seconds is ideal in the NFL. So slightly under that, but if we're talking about nine one-hundredths of a second, I'm not going to get too big on the... Um, the, the the offensive line being terrible. Um, uh, let's say it was but they were bad. They were bad on third down when it mattered. And the problem is, yeah, Carr, Carr was making well, mistakes. I, I think the problem was Carr was worried that right. he knew the line was going to break down, so he was uh like he wasn't he wasn't able to sit back there and not have to worry about the pass rush coming in. I think that was part of a problem. He turned it to Derek for I mean to David for a second. Just worried about holy shit, where's the pressure coming from? I think that was part. Now look, Gar didn't have a good game in the first half, but I think that was part of it. He had to worry about holy shit, where's the pressure going to come from because it's coming. But but right. But what I'm saying is he average had 2.61 seconds to throw, which isn't pressure on every play. That's what that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Again, ideal is 2.7 seconds, and I mean. I just I think that this was an off game for Derek a little bit. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying our offensive line was elite, much better than last week, as a as a whole and as of the first half and all. Um, I think Carr had a little bit of an off game, which I'm okay with because times he did set his feet and throw, he wasn't hitting wide open guys more than about 12 yards downfield very often. Um, other just kind of thing to bring up, um, you know, Carolina last week. Yes, they lost, but it was because of turnovers. They gave up 221 total yards to the Falcons. They gave up 91 yards passing. Again, I know Desmond Ritter's trying to figure it out. And they gave up 130 yards rushing. Carolina might have a good defense. We've heard from Carolina fans and people online that Carolina had one of the best defenses in football. Now, I know, listen, we're Saints fans, and we did this last week, saying that Tennessee had a good defense and number one and number two rush defense the last couple of years, and good defensive line sometimes you gotta you gotta win these games like this and if we played two 
above average top five, top 10 defenses the last two weeks. I like being two and zero because our defense was easily the best defense on the field both weeks. And look, Carolina's front seven is their strength. And we talked about that coming in. Their front seven is a strength. And you could say if there is a weakness on the Saints, it's the offensive line. So it was yeah. kind of a recipe for this kind of this kind of game. I mean, it's two it's two weeks in a row. We've played teams that are going to their strength matches up with, with our against us yeah. With, yeah. with our offensive line. Um, and so if, if this is listen, I, maybe. If this is the worst that it gets, I mean, we're not going to play too many defensive front sevens better than the two that we've played the last two weeks. Maybe. <laughs> um, so not, so not, if, not until the playoffs. If it, if, it, if, if it gets better from here, like this is, we've got a defense that can travel. Um, and I, I like, we've taken, you know, an average quarterback in Ryan Tannehill and made him look awful. And they yep. won this week. And we've taken a young rookie. Listen, we've lost these games to these young rookies that are athletic over and over again for years and years. So winning one and what ended up being a close game and that, you know, stressed me out a little again, happy to be two and oh, um, yeah, I think that it's, it's two weeks in. we've seen some teams that we thought would be two and oh, and be dominating and competing for Super Bowls this year. Oh, and two right now, this is a better alternative. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned the Derek Carr thing before something was definitely off in the first half. Um, Yeah. I mean, he he was clearly sub car. Hmm. No, sir. I didn't like it. I'm not making any I, any bad car jokes. I don't just, know why I laughed at that, but I just, did. Oh he, just, he just he just wasn't himself. He was no, sub, he, sub he, car yeah. the entire. I mean, game. look that 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 interception was. Oof. Well, he was kind of trying to force it because we weren't really throwing the ball down the field at all. It was a lot of dink and dunk. I mean, look, Michael Thomas was big in the first half, getting a lot of tough catches. It was it was tough sledding for it. I get the frustration because the. Those Saints fan, well, Saints fans always get frustrated, but I get the frustration because yeah. you're like, oh, the car is going to be different. We're going to be different. We're going to be able to move the ball. He's not Andy Dalton, and it was it was it was tough going, well, to, man. To be fair, his downfield passing's fucking elite. The pass again to Rashid Shahid, it looked like they went the same way, like go to the other side and just run. Sheed. it yeah. looked I like mean, the same play. It and was, okay, it was listen, the, pe- the, and the throw fake to Olave. Well. Like Olave made an incredible catch because he was being interfered with, but the throw was also perfect. Those I mean, were those were two really good passes. Those, I mean, those, those two, two the, the, in which we know Derek Carr has a they great were. deep ball. Like it's just, I mean, it, <laughs> maybe, it, maybe, maybe we need a few more deep balls. Yeah. So, so, so the receivers then: Chris Olave, uh, six catches for eighty-six yards. Rashid Shahid, four for sixty-three, and he caught all of his targets. And Michael Thomas, seven for fifty-five. You know, hey, that's that's a top three. That's that's three really it good is, receivers. It, look, it, it's a recipe for, mm-hmm. for what you need. Like Alave is your best receiver, Thomas is your possession receiver, and Shahid is your deep threat. Like that that works. But it's they're good they're all like elite at that job too. And, like, I mean, think, and you know, we were talking about Juwan Johnson in the preseason. He hadn't done much. I mean, Foster Morrow had a nope. couple catches. Still no Moreau, Jimmy Graham. Morrow had a little bit of a like. Again, this is our only blocking tight end on the team, and Foster Morrow showing out and extending drives and. I mean, it's look good. They 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 do have enough weapons to spread the ball around effectively. They really do. Hey, and just and we've got Alvin the best Kamara player hasn't coming played. back. Maybe the best player on our offense is just got is missing one more week and coming in healthy. Yeah, yeah. He's be roll, fresh. roll on that Tampa game in uh, in two weeks' time. That's going to be, you know, I, I think especially with Jamal Williams going down. Um, 
with with a hamstring injury. That's probably going to be a couple of weeks, isn't it? Um, yeah. Usually. Talking about the running game, then in the second half, man, we really turned it on when we were running the ball. Um, Taysom Hill. <laughs> who, who are you going to start? Hill? Who are you going to? You got to pick who to start with here. Well, two I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go through the two, the two, the two players who did the most running. So Taysom Hill, nine carries for 75 yards, an average of 8.3, and then Tony Jones Jr. 12 carries only for 34 yards, but the two touchdowns and a couple of those runs he had in the third quarter particularly were hard yards. Red he went zone through people, ran them over. Yeah. His 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 red zone carries when we needed him. I mean, we needed we needed to get those yards, needed to get the first downs, needed to punch it in the fucking end zone. You know, massive. Massive. But yeah, I mean Taysom Hill's average of eight point three per carry. That I mean that's just that's just insane. Except when we didn't give it to him on third and two and we well, sack. Yeah. I I still and listen, we, we won the game, we scored enough to win, all that kind of stuff. And there were open people on that we missed on passes and but the, the when we when it's second and one, second and two, third and one, third and two, if it's third and three, let's run it twice. Yeah, like if right. we're pa- if we're on the other side of the fifty, and I get it, we believe in our defense, so I get it. On fourth and one, you Pete, you punt and you try go. to pin them in back in the ten. But can they stop Taysom twice? If it's third and two, can he? One of the next two plays, he's gonna get two yards. This yeah. as long as you don't try to run a sweep with him, just run yes. it forward, and he it's it's almost impossible for him not to get two yards. It's just the, the most ridiculous thing. Um. And again, I, I get it. The reason that it works is because he can always possibly throw the ball. Um, and I think there was, there was a, when we got the ball to the, the like 16-yard line earlier, I was like, this is the perfect time. And they put him in to run. I was like, this is the time. There's going to be a tight end just yeah. all wide by, open. Like, just wide take, open. Take, take the step forward and take the step back. And Yes, yes. And, and hey, we scored, we scored a touchdown on that drive, so I'm not like, whatever. It, I like that we wasted some more clock. We needed to, but I mean, the good uh, news is that's still that's still available to us in the future. Like it's, that play it's you just there. described is going to happen at some point. It's, it's going to be there, and and maybe it's one. It's probably one you can use twice in the entire season. Yeah. So it's when you do it, it's got to matter. Um, it's got to be the right distance and the right package and the right defense. I, I get that. There's things that we're as fans that we're not looking at. They they may have had the, the defense that can prevent that. So, so you do run. That's why you get five yards is because they were playing the other defense, but it's yeah. uh it's tough to sit there and go like wanting it. It is. It is right. So we need to talk about the defense, but before we do that, I just want to check in um, on um, the player who's going to revolutionize the game. Um, according to our Panthers friend Desmond from, uh, from the game preview podcast this week, 22 of 33 for 153 yards, one touchdown. If that's revolutionizing the game, man, are we all in trouble? It, yeah, he he kind of went a little overboard there. And look, it takes time for rookies. I get it. There's not a lot around them. But yeah, I mean, you know, that revolutionized the game. Like he would have found a way to win. I mean, they couldn't do. They couldn't do anything on offense until that prevent drive. That last prevent drive is where he got everything. I mean, he is going up against the top five defense in the league. So sure, it's it's tough, but I mean, yeah, he just he he looked like a regular old rookie. To, to give credit, you know, for predictions where it's due. I mean, I think we all thought he was crazy when he compared him to Steph Curry, but 
I mean, three quarters of the Panthers scoring today was th- on three pointers. So, I mean, <laughs> you know maybe Desmond was right about I mean, Bryce Young being great at three pointers. I mean, he's, he's going to be he's field goals all leading, the way. leading to all these, uh, these, these three pointers. And it's, it's, uh, let's say I mean, you they, they were game. unstoppable on the, from three. That's, that's how you change the game. <laughs> Fuck touchdowns. It's field goals, baby. I mean, they rev- did hit a hundred revolutionize the game. They, they hit a hundred percent of their threes. That, that is I revolutionizing mean, the game. I mean, he may be better than Steph Curry at threes. <laughs> uh, to, okay, right. and to be fair, I wish James uh, that I had the time to pull out the last um, uh, drive and and look at the numbers because he was under a hundred yards passing right before that, um, and he had he was at just right over fifty percent completion before the last drive. I believe um, before the last drive, he was on seventy nine yards passing. So and and I think he was he was fifteen of thirty one or fifteen of twenty nine somewhere around there yeah. something like that. Um, so, um, um he was around fifty percent though. Um, and on the last drive, to be fair, what we did is it was like maybe you're going to score, maybe you're going, but it's going to be two to five yards at a time. We did they did get one good chunk play, um, but uh, I mean that's the, as much as we hate the prevent defense, the thing that you're doing there is going. If you're going to score, it's going to take you four minutes to do it. Um, and so he had wide open people without a lot of pressure. And so, I mean, he's going to – it. the numbers look way better because he got another 50 or 60 yards. Before that last drive, it was incredibly bad numbers. And you look yeah. right now, you go, oh, a rookie, 22 of 33. That's not bad, 66%. I, yeah, okay. It, he didn't have a great game. No, he didn't. But the reason he didn't have a good game – was the Saints' defense. Um, I think I'll start this off by saying um, I don't really recall anybody in the secondary making a play today. It was all up front. Would would that be... Have I missed anything in particular? We made, like, Taylor almost had a pick and Lattimore had a good pass breakup, but... But the majority of it was up front and... Linebackers, and, wasn't and linebackers. it? Yeah, yeah there right. definitely was no nothing. The safeties didn't get to make any tackles over the middle. Like there was no running up the seams trying to get they they stayed away from that. It was everything out to the boundaries and all. Um, and uh, I mean, again, you got Taylor line up on Adam Thielen and something like that, and I mean, he just cooked. And Marshawn Lattimore, he broke up one pass, and they didn't have any opportunity. I don't even know besides the little short pass that was short of the line of scrimmage. They didn't even look to Lattimore's side of the field. He had five tackles. Yeah. But I I don't remember one apart from that one. Like one of the best parts of it was like the Saints were pretty much just rushing four every time. They they weren't blitzing. They weren't doing anything. I think we rushed five on two. I think it was on two plays. Yeah. It it wasn't. Um, It was just their their four was just getting there and that the secondary was holding. We got we got pressure with three a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, and again, so. Are we still talking about the the defensive backs, or are we just talking about defense in general right now? I mean, I'm, I'm all I mean, over no, we'll go, we'll carry on with the defensive backs. If you've got some more to say, and then we'll go further well, forward. Uh, you know, Marcus May had a huge, weird play where I mean, I don't know what you Didn't do in that try. play with a, a guy that's you know just hit him six inches six inches shorter than you and twenty pounds less than you. Just, He's faster. Outside of that, Marcus May had a great game. Yep, lots of tackles, very physical. Um, this Saints team is going to get continue to get turnovers um you can see them as they're tackling they're not trying to strip the ball to where they're missing the tackle they are trying to strip the ball but also still throwing the guy to the ground 
Um, and I, last year or last several years, we saw guys go for the ball and then just the whole player kept going with the ball. These guys are going after the ball, but also making sure you don't move. Um, so really impressed. Tyron Matthew had a great game um, too. Just he was everywhere around just all over receivers and just kind of stopping the ball from being thrown out. And I'll just right now say I was pretty critical of, you know, the problems that Marcus Williams had with tackling. It was I thought it was a mistake to let him go if we could have been in the bidding for him because he was so elite at stopping the deep ball. Marcus May and Tyron Matthew are the guys they they belong here like this is exactly what we hoped when we got them. They've gotten some time together now. And the fact that you're not hearing your safety's name very much, except for when they're tackling up at the line of scrimmage, tackling, tackling running backs. So you got some good stuff going on with your secondary. Yeah, well, Marcus May, seven, seven total tackles, six solo, led the team. Um, I think he had four on the first drive. I, yeah. I think, or the first two drives, he had four. Alonte Taylor had five tackles. Um, Tyron Matthew had five tackles, three solo. Lattimore had five tackles. So actually, you know, the DBs were making plays when they needed to, but they were all within 10 yards yeah, of the I line mean, they, of scrimmage. Yeah, there was nothing explosive from the Panthers at all. I mean, nothing. That's why a lot of people were claiming it was a boring game. Yeah, it was a boring defensive game. We didn't let them do shit no. until the prevent drive. No, 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 we didn't. We didn't. So we talked about the defensive line before, being able to get pressure with four, sometimes three. Again, I made the point last week and we discussed it. This was supposed to be a bit of a weakness on the team, not having a superstar, Wesley, as you said. We've got lots of good players, but none of them are standout superstars. That defensive line was nasty today. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, mean, I know that we've heard that um, Carolina's offensive line isn't great. I don't, I don't know anything about that. Um, but they started just, Calvin Throckmorton, didn't they? I mean, Dude, so that, that's, really? that's probably not, not, a good, wow. not a good sign. Yikes. But we have played bad offensive lines before and not gotten sacks and not gotten pressure on quarterbacks. And these guys did exactly what you're supposed to do when you play a bad offensive line. If if this is a bad offensive line, this is exactly what you do. And everybody had a play. Colin Sa- Saunders had plays. Carl Granderson continues to just be, this is what we thought Marcus Davenport was. And he's done it two weeks in a row. Yeah. Or we hoped that these players would be. Um, you, you know, Nathan Shepard, first week, I don't know if we heard his name much. much. Now, he plays a position that is kind of, thankless um with stats and all um he, he had stats this week and had yep. plays um cam is still i don't know how he him and demario davis don't get older it's the weirdest oh. thing that he's still incredible and elite um but that, that, but, that play he made on young to when young rolled out and davis got him Oof, man. and and even um tano passano i mean he just playing less snaps but looking good Granderson and Passigno, the one thing that we, we've always kind of gotten back on them is they had some pass rush ability, but if it was a play that could be a run or a pass, they weren't really good at turn, t- changing to run defense. They did they did great today. Yeah, um, Both of them hitting running backs at the line of scrimmage and shedding blocks and getting on people. Like it was, I mean, they look like the, the complete defensive ends now. That tackle for loss that Granderson did, I think, in the third quarter where he went inside the end and took out, I think it was Tuba Hubbard, it was um, a really, really good play. Uh, And another sack for Granderson, so that's three or two and a half, I think it should be three. And and there was that strip fumble that got taken away from a penalty too, you know? I mean, that was was like an 87-yard swing with the punt. That was was tough. 
Yeah, I mean that was a combination because Cam was in and around the uh, the, the quarterback, wasn't he? But it looked like Brazier's the one that knocked uh, knocked the ball away. Um, mm. And again, another another encouraging performance from from him. Yeah. Hey, that guy's that guy's a NFL quality player right now, immediately as a rookie, and that does not happen with defensive linemen um, typically. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Saints. Yeah, especially especially not the Saints. <laughs> An incredible game by, by by all those guys. Again, I can name five or six guys. I'm like, yep, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. This is this is what we, you know, we talked about this that there wasn't maybe a superstar, but maybe you could make up for it with all these guys who are like better than second string guys, but not. But if you rotate them right, then maybe they're all fresh. I don't. Even, I think I'm wrong on that. They're just they're there's some good guys here. There's a lot of good players. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's nice no, that we wrong. have the good guys and the, still the rotation. Even losing Peyton Turner, we still seem pretty deep at this position where we can rotate guys in and, and, and play. So I'm happy yeah. about it. So I think it is time for the league to take notice of this defense now because that's the 11th consecutive regular season game where the Saints have not conceded more than 20 points. Crazy. Wow. 11 games in a row. And I think, I think the record is 11 that we share now with the Patriots. And if we do it again next week, that's an NFL record of... 12 games without conceding more than 20 points. Wow. Listen, I, I've sat this, I said this all off season and I really pu- pushed it when we started doing our preview show and talking about, I, I said that our, our offense last year scored what 16 and a half points a game or whatever it was. And if we could just get up to 20 points a game, this is a, we're going to have an incredible amount of wins. I think that this is a great defense. And I mean, again, we scored, 20 after scoring 16 last week, which terrified me. But, and I think our offense can only get better. This is, I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> this is about as bad as our offense can, can look with, with the current, all the weapons we just talked about. Um, and against, against what we think are probably pretty talented defensive front sevens. So, uh, I mean, tw- 20, like, again, you can have a bad game, but 20 kind of seems like the, the minimum after, after that week one with the 16. This kind of seems like about as bad as we could do. And it's going to be really hard for this defense without giving up some sort of big special teams or a turnover for a touchdown. I mean, if we throw pick sixes, we're in trouble. But defense is pretty damn elite. Like I'm last week I said maybe. I, I think it, it looks like it. Looks pretty damn elite. Yeah. Yeah. And I James, what yeah, you said, really your does. stat about eleven games in a row means that even last year when we were a subpar, sub average team, there's a defensive culture here. Yep. of playing defense and being tough and, and giving teams a hard time. So that has stayed. We've brought in the right weapons to where there's, there should be a minimum amount of points we can score on offense. And I think that as long as this is, I know the NFL changed a lot, but if we score more points than the other team, we win the games, right? Wait, really? I think that's so. still, that's I still think the so. thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Jason, wash your W shirt. We're going to need it next week. Come on. Well, look, I I, I went to go <laughs> grab it. I went to go look for it today. We didn't wash it since last weekend, so I had to pull it out mm. the bottom of the dirty clothes. So nice. it smells it smells nice. You know what? You know what it smells like? A Underwear. It smells wind. like a wind. <laughs> it smells like a wind. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so what you were saying there about the about the offense and the defense, I think so far this season, if you were to grade the offense, you'd be giving them uh, the defense. Sorry, you'd be giving them an A, maybe even an A, an A plus, A plus, A plus, A plus. Yeah, but the offense, you, I'm looking C. at it. Um, yeah. maybe a D, but yeah, D maybe a C, C minus. Yeah. I'm going C minus. Yeah. So, I, so I, you know, I still believe made... there's the there is the potential for this to be an A offense though. 
it, 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 it really just if 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 the offensive line can can shore up the pass blocking, I think the run blocking got a lot better today. If they can shore up the pass blocking and Carr's not worried about pass rush, I think it's going to open up a lot of shit. And if we can once we get into the red zone, like obviously red zone appears to be a little bit of a problem. You know, fucking if your offensive line isn't blocking well, scheme a little something like do do, do something weird. Just get weird. Try to throw the defense off. Do you motion? Do something. There are ways to kind of overcome it until until the line gets better as the season progresses. There are ways there are ways to get around it, ways to do it. There's enough talent on the offense to make it work. I and, and we're coming up playing a Packers team that gave up 20 points to an awful Bears team yep. and 25 to a not very good Falcons team. A, a good running Falcons team. Good running Falcons team. But Ritter's not great. So, so the there, there's potential here for maybe this being a good one to come back and uh, kind of move the ball. And um, you know. I wish I wish the Green Bay game was at home, but oh well. I know you don't, but I, I wish it was at home. We won I'm the last time we that went I'll to be Lambeau. Lambeau Field to see it. Yeah, yeah we, won, uh, we won the last time we went to Lambeau. Did we? We did. Okay. Aaron Rodgers was injured and they had to play. Um... <laughs> okay. Okay. <sighs> can't not Matt Flynn. Name. No, not no, Matt no, Flynn. No, it was after Flynn. Yeah, I can't remember who the backup was. Wasn't, but... wasn't Jordan Love? It was, was not Mikowski? Jordan Love. No, it wasn't Jordan Love. Anyway, have either of you got any final thoughts? Well, well, just one thing we didn't talk about is Demario Davis and Pete Werner both had seven tackles again. I think last week they had nine and eight or yeah. ten and nine. They... These, guys, these guys are incredible. And they both kind of show the blitz and then pull off or move. I mean, you don't know what they're going to do, um, but they're, I mean, they're just not missing tackles and not letting people get past the line of scrimmage very often. Um, as long as uh, the defense is staying on their blocks and it's just. And that chase down it, for the sack all by levels. DeMario was that chase down for the sack by DeMario. Was, I mean, that, that was. That's 36 year old guy against 22 year old. Much, I mean, Demario Davis. Demario Steph Curry. Yeah, Demario Davis is seven inches taller than him and weighs a hundred pounds more. Probably, yeah. And I mean, (laughs) the the way he closed on him was insane. Um, But yeah, just I mean, I I don't know whatever he's putting in his water, but I'd like some of that as long as it's legal. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So yes, final thoughts, Jason. Um, so I know they weren't super long field goals, but I thought Groupie was good again, making his field goals, extra points, kicking it in the end zone every time. Uh, punting. Uh, First one was not great, but I think the the rest were okay. Yeah, the, the others were okay. First one was a shame. You know, the first bad one, the second one, the, the 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 last one was way too long. There's no reason for that ball to have hit at the one yard line. You've got to pin them back there from midfield. It's got to be higher. At least give our guy a chance to get down there, and if it floats in, it floats in. But I'm—I mean, look, if the, the if, punnings, if the, the punnings, questionable. look, if the, if, if the jet season. Can you goes, imagine if we had Thomas Morstead right now? If the jet season goes to shit, we can trade for him. Additional seventh round pick, I would take it in a heartbeat. I would. Come home, come home, Thomas. Come home. You, you, hey, you, you are correct though. The the groupie thing can't be, cannot be overstated enough. This guy has scored 17 points. No, more than that. Um, two field goals and two, so 18 points he scored in two yeah, games. So and all, Every all, kick all, of his, made, all of his kicks today right down, down the middle. They, right they down look, the middle. Also, his kickoffs are booming. Like, yeah, yeah. You're not returning his kicks. Like yeah, They don't even like get back and kind of look like they're getting ready. The, the, the groupie stuff, 
huge risk. We all question it. We all wonder what in the heck and like, okay, right move. I mean, yeah. I mean, hey, he's won us two games. Yep. I mean, there's, there's, you can't deny that it's a one in a three point game, and he's got 18 points. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's big. Yeah, Wesley. Final thoughts, man. I'm I'm loving what's going on with the defense. Um, I just think that uh, the things going on the offense will be easier to kind of figure out against less talented front sevens. Um, and and also, I mean, the the, the time with these guys working together. Um, and I really like that all five of our offensive starting offensive linemen played every snap again, even if the results aren't there. That's how the results get better. Um, I'm worried about the running. I'm not sure. Tony Jones Jr. looked okay. He definitely, I don't know where he finally learned in the offseason to pick up blitzes because he didn't do that before. He, he knocked a couple of people on their asses yep. today. But um, uh, this is a, this is a, another one of those Taysom Hill games. It's the, the, the in this close of a game, the amount of yards he had and all. I um, think he could have had more. I think they were going to need to lean on him in Green Bay. But um this is going to be the worst defense that we've played so far that we're coming up on. So I uh, think we can go 3-0. Yep. Well, we will uh, we will discuss the, uh, the discuss that game in more detail on uh, on our other show later in the week. So uh, that's all the show we have for you this week. So thank you for listening. You can listen to the Dome Patrol podcast wherever you get your podcast from and you can follow us on Twitter. I'm still not going to call it X. At Dome Patrol PCAST and at Dome Patrol K. And if you want to join the game day Discord chat, hit us up and we will get you in. Say bye-bye, donkeys. Bye-bye, keep pounding, donkeys. Bye, Peyton Manning 2.0. Triangle, well, back, baby.